Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cosy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Comedy Arcade, part friendly panel show, part vicious competition, where contestants fight with their best anecdotes on mystery topics generated through a trusty bingo ball. I'm Vince Layton, host of the show, Spirit of the Bingo Balls, and Games Master. Points will be awarded for originality, amusement value, and my general caprice and mood on the day. The contestant with the most points at the end of the game wins, but their opponents will be granted a few cheat codes along the way just to keep it interesting. Right, well, let's let's get started then. Welcome to the Comedy Arcade. I have three lovely guests with me. Um, my first guest is the brilliant hot new comic that is Kate Martin, who was in a competition that I thought she should have won. So I booked her for this. Um, how are you doing, Kate? I'm <laughs> um, very well. And uh, this is the best prize I could have ever got. Ah, oh, that's Obviously. a nice... That's, um, it's nice to lie like that. I appreciate it. <laughs> Welcome. I've been practicing all day. It, it shows. It was very authentic. I know it, yeah, I know you don't mean it, but I still got a warm, fuzzy glow, so that was fine. And we have the brilliant, the other half of the vegan idiots. I've completed the set. Carl Donnelly, how are you doing? Hey, hey, sorry. Um, How are we? I'm good, thank you. I did that wrong way around. I asked how you were, and then I said, I'm good, thank you. We're all really good at social interaction now, aren't we? I'm drinking a a 7% Canadian beer, so, you know, this could get loose. It's got a good name. Look, it's called... A man who doesn't care about carbon footprint, clearly. It's a gooseboon. I'm drinking a (laughs) gooseboon. Everyone's favourite lager. Is that your first one? It's my first ever one, actually. A friend of mine, uh, it was my birthday in January, and he gave me, he dropped off at my house, did like a um, drive-by, and just dropped a crate of 24 self-curated world beers for me. And uh, this is actually, I'm down to like the last couple... I save the goose boon to the end, <laughs> as, as we all should. Is it nice? It's lovely. Do you know what? It's got a little sourness to it. It almost tastes a little bit like a like a cider or a perry Ooh. for any any um any pear cider lovers. Uh, but it is very nice. I'm into it. It doesn't taste seven percent. It's a real. I'd say this would be a real landmine on a night out when you think, oh, that's refreshing. Yeah. And let's swing your friend a chair through a pub window. I miss that so much. Every single element <laughs> oh, you just yeah. described. <laughs> I miss needless violence too. I'm from South Wales. <laughs> that was an average Friday night. Um, <laughs> I'm doing South Wales. 
Yeah, I'm doing South Wales a disservice. It, it wasn't just Friday. Um, anyway, and the last but not least, the exquisitely squeaky clean Tom Deacon, because you wow. emailed me earlier and asked if you should shower for the occasion, and I gave the go ahead. So, <laughs> yeah, that is true. I thought, do you know what? Are we going to be in vision? Is this just sound audio? Which are both both the same thing. Um, and I, but I was just concerned that I hadn't showered, and and not only am I worried about it, my girlfriend's worried about it. I'm sort of having a shower every other day. Um, but I've I've gone, I've broken the cycle. I've now had a shower yesterday and today. But you know, I'd like to put the effort in. <laughs> it shows. Um, I Thank trust you. you've all made the effort. Are you all suitably clean. I couldn't answer this. Um... The goose boon was repeating on me. <laughs> it's, it's actually, it's quite gaseous. So, um, you know. Well, that is something for us all to look forward to. What an audio delight that will be <laughs> later on. It depends what standards you're comparing it to. For, for now, I think I'm pretty clean and scrubbed up. But I mean, compared to the before times, who knows where that would rate. Are we all wearing trousers? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nice. I'm actually, yeah. wearing, I'm actually wearing trousers. I'm not, you know, I'm not, it's not a jean. I'm wearing a trouser tonight. Oh, not, yeah. not loungewear. Not loungewear. I'm wearing a brown chino <laughs> because oh. I've, I've actually, I think I dress better at home during, since lockdown, I've dressed better than I w- would normally going out pre-pandemic. Yeah, people are going to be surprised by me when I make my return to the office. I've been doing drag queen makeup tutorials. I am ready. <laughs> I, can I can I ask general feeling on the fact that I am wearing leisure wear? I'm wearing an athletic top, uh, which is Adidas, and then the below half is tracky bottoms, uh, but are made from Under Armour. Is that acceptable? Is that still allowed? You know, I'm in my thirties oh, now. Can I wear know. two different brands? Is that still bothering people? I don't think you should ever mix up a tracksuit, personally. But, you know, that's um, that is very much my old school um, views, old fashioned views. <laughs> I'm not ashamed of them. Yeah. Um, I'm from a different time. I'd say it was a bold choice. It, it, is. Is. A, it is bold, I think. But Adidas and Under Armour. Adidas is a is a sports brand that is fashion as well. Yeah, Under Armour very... is very much. Yeah. I do CrossFit and I'm a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> It's very preppy, the top half of that. So I'm surprised that you've got some like heavy juicy. Well, my like, girlfriend said you, you've not worn, you've not showered properly uh, more as frequently as you should do. And I'd like you to. And also you're not wearing colorful things. You keep wearing black. Uh, so can you wear this pink jacket? And I said, you're right. People deserve that again for a podcast. Uh- <laughs> I can see the beauty in that. That's fine. I en- I am enjoying it. So, um, right. Let's, let's get the ball going. The ball does actually exist that i get the topics from cool oh did you own that prior to starting this podcast no but i had to retrofit a reason to have it right (laughs) (laughs) i wanted it my husband said you will get no use out of it and i was like watch me now so i designed the whole concept to own this (laughs) how often do you play with your balls um well daily lately you know have you cleaned your balls that's something i'm concerned about they are quite sticky <laughs> because um, it took me ages to work out how the machine properly worked and the balls would just all spill out onto the floor at a regular basis and then the cats would lick them and they're all well can, you can don't need say, to know that no. is that the level is that the level vix of this of this i mean i have heard other shows of this podcast but just Liar. I was, <laughs> no i have Paul McCaffrey, it's, a, it's a no it's a brilliant one hearing a story mm-hmm. about you and diarrhea in in the ivy is absolutely up there thoroughly enjoyed that on a run big sharer big sharer 
thank you. It was a gorgeous image. But I watched something on Netflix today about the um, glass blowers. And when they said there's glory holes, right, that's it. I was else. gone. I was lost. How many glory <laughs> holes? <laughs> Beautiful. Uh. Uh, well, the level is John Robertson basically um he did a whole thing at christmas that i had to do a bit of a focus group on whatsapp like is shoving prawns up your ass then taking them out of your ass and hanging them on a christmas tree is that too much guys and they all backed that it was fine so um <laughs> <laughs> i gave the people what they wanted um the prawny prawny ass tree but it sounded better when he said it because he had an australian accent so that, that, that is happens. not a bauble. That is not a bauble. That shouldn't be on. It should not. I'm still quite traumatised about it. It was actually a heartwarming story about how me and my mum have a prawn ring every year as part of our Christmas traditions, and it has been perverted beyond repair. Yes. <laughs> like, I can't buy that again. Go to his house and have one of those because <laughs> you'll, you'll not get what you expect. It needs um it needs renaming that, doesn't it? Yeah, but he is the smut level. Basically, there is a lot of headroom. <laughs> for this <laughs> the people wanted it what could i say right anyway <laughs> so you're telling us get your grot out is what you're saying the I'm people not... want filth <laughs> i don't think anything is funnier it was a shame that this isn't a proper video podcast that everyone can watch because nothing was funnier than watching paul mccaffrey's face when molly mulshine said her vagina had swelled up like genuinely Wee. there were so many emotions he was like i don't know what the appropriate response to this is <laughs> it was beautiful it's like do i do i laugh am i supportive what am i doing what do you want me to do what is a man meant to do in this conversation it was a beautiful thing and unexpected but anyway the ball is unpopular opinions who goes first <laughs> you've got a podcast about well called two vegan idiots so you arguably have suppose, staked a career yeah, in it. my lifestyle is an unpopular opinion so i, I can say i'm happy to discuss my veganism as a i don't think yeah it's not it's not as unpopular it was when i started being one you hipster you hipster vegan oh i'm yeah i'm bright i was i got way in before vegan fried chicken and all that nonsense you were in the um, trenches when it was just quinoa i was in the trenches when there wasn't even a section in the supermarket where you could actually i was in the trenches where if i was away gigging out of london or a major city I was eating a pack of crisps for dinner. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? There was nothing in the city. So I, but not that I'm resenting the fact that all these young'uns have jumped on our bandwagon. I think they're pushing the calls in the right direction. But um, I, yes, I'm a, I'm a vegan. I'm very proud of being a vegan. I'm not proud. I mean, yeah, I don't wear a t-shirt with it on. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I think it's... Not the, ever? I mean, I have got a couple of t-shirts. <laughs> but they, they, were, they were gifts from vegan brands. <laughs> And they very much are a, uh, you know, they're painting t-shirts. You know, t-shirts you've got for a bit of DIY or gardening. They're not so getting rocked out. Do you ashamed to wear your vegan t-shirt anywhere other than yeah, DIY? Not, not because it says vegan so much, but just they, I don't know if you've ever, vegans aren't good at designing clothing. <laughs> I'm going to say that, <laughs> you know. I've never of. heard this take, but I love it. Captions. We're not good at captions. They're always a bit cheesy and shit and worthy. Like, you know, so. The retail I... shopping down, Carl, just out of curiosity, you know, as a festival going comedian and performing there. It's that's my retail where a lot of the down. clobber is sold, isn't it? And if there's no festivals, you know, they've got a lot of backlogged stock somewhere. Oh, yeah. In, in, yeah. The amount of tote bags with like 
a cow saying, I am not a dinner. <laughs> it's just <laughs> through. There'll be, there'll be literally warehouses full of them, mate, just gathering dust. <laughs> All my Hessian bags are gin-based. Gin o'clock. Yeah, I, 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 I hate it that. gin. I hate gin. them. <laughs> I don't think that's, I mean, that's probably not an unpopular opinion. It probably is. I mean, the fact that they're so popular, you go past any of those shops, you know, them shops that just sell greeting cards like sort of big wooden letters <laughs> no that's them shops yeah they always just sell everything is you know it's gin time and oh is it prosecco today and it's like, like i hate that as i don't i mean it's probably not i'd say a lot of people would agree so it's not an unpopular opinion but if you actually follow the money it's probably a slightly unpopular opinion that people that have anything that is like prosecco o'clock on their wall need to be murdered <laughs> well, really, my though, i think that is quite a popular opinion about those kind of slogans yeah i think it probably is when you accidentally rant to it to someone whose house is full of them oh yeah yeah and somebody who's got like a live love like clock and you're like you need to you need to go fuck yourself slogans about how sunrises change their life and oh i love the smell of rain knob off like just it, breathe yeah. just yeah. breathe kate Kate, just breathe. If you weren't oh. doing it already, just breathe, yeah? Yeah. Oh. Liz read... can't see it, but she's upset. Yeah. Have you, there's a, I read an amazing book called Breathe during lockdown, and it's a, it's a guy who's, it's about how we all breathe wrong. And it's brilliant and a great book, but also part, part of you thinks, we should know this. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yes. That wor- worthiness is, I suppose, my, that's what I'm, I'm not a fan of. But even though it's, everyone says, just you should just be nice. Be nice. If you've not got nothing to, good to say, don't say it at all. Uh, what's the point? Be yourself, which is terrible advice because a lot of people are assholes. Absolutely. Yeah. Where does regret come from? Oh, I followed that. Brilliant. Great. Well, now I regret it. I was myself <laughs> again. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Oh, by the way, on that subject, I'm still waiting. The local shop that you're exactly talking about, Carl, um, I'm still waiting on a T. Uh, we've got the G from a girlfriend. <laughs> and oddly enough, we are G and T. My name initial T, hers is G. We're still waiting oh on Oh, my tea. God. We just got gin. No tonic, Your mate. wedding up. will be... Your wedding will have the most annoying favours of yeah. any wedding ever. Little little bottles of gin and tonic. <laughs> this is a little takeaway. Thanks for coming. Here's a little bottle of gin and tonic. They won't be bottles, though. They'll be jam jars. Oh, God. <laughs> With hand-picked flowers, yes. and mismatching chairs, and <laughs> all the other vintage. You're going to get all the slogans given to you in, in yeah. wedding presents. Like, your house is going to be furnished in what we've just described. Oh, God. Yeah. And your wedding's going to be in a barn. Yeah. The thing is, I hammered the podcast really hard amongst friends and family, and now I can't make fun of them, so I can't tell you what my worst presents have been. But there are some of them here. <laughs> you like slowly turn the camera around and just pan and see if we can spot them with, oh that wow. <laughs> i used to love working in uh, in john lewis when people would come in with a wedding list like you'd get oh. they'd be sent the wedding list and and to you the couples are miles away but you just got people really angry about what's already gone off the list oh, we were trying worst. to get the toilet brush holder oh that's already gone we're not getting a microwave <laughs> you know people just getting really annoyed we all want the second cheapest don't we yeah <laughs> it's like with bottles of wine on a menu it's just like oh no not that one just the, the next one up like that looks nice the salt and pepper shakers how much are they individually um <laughs> i mean that we went uh 
Well, actually, why we didn't go, it was during, it was very early in lockdown. It was a wedding that was cancelled, but they kept the wedding list going. They had like a Zoom thing and we nailed it with, um, we managed to get um, salad spoons. Then big, two, just the two massive tong things. Oh, that's the, that's the dream game. Ideal. Yeah. It wasn't the worst, but it, it's, you know, it's crap, but needed. That's what Don't you want. Table. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Something you wouldn't buy yourself. That's the dream. I've got two sets. <laughs> My friend's wedding, she had like these like plant pots. She decorated it herself. All these plant pots with like herbs and little flowers in. And each one had a tag on it that said, please take me home. Uh. And I was like, well, if it can work for a plant, I'll try it on me. So I pinned one to myself. And my friend, who is the definition of literal, came up to me and looked at it and said, what? What's, it? What's this? And I was like, well, sweetheart, if it can work for the plants, maybe it'll work for me. Maybe I'll get lucky. And she was like, but... I mean, do you, do you think this will work? Because, I mean, if you really want to find a woman, you're going to have to make her feel special. And I don't, under, I just don't get it. And I'm like, no, it's a joke. And she's like, but, but, I mean, really, though, do you think this is going to work? And by the end of the night, right, I had all of them pinned all over me. And she came, like, every plant pot, like 50 tags. And she came up to me about 2 a.m. and she went, has it, has it worked? And I was like, no, it's not quite the point. You know, at a certain point of a wedding when you're single, sometimes available is very sexy. Like, I mean, available at 2am with 50 tags on it taking me home still didn't work. So it clearly wasn't actually that sexy at all. You are going to the wrong weddings. <laughs> I've been to a few where they have the, you can write a little message and they put them in a bottle and they'll open them in five years time or a 10 years time or a two year. That's it's just all right. Have you seen this? Because the the amount everyone on the table is egging each other on. Just write it. Just write it. No, I'm not doing that. Five years. You know the classic. Didn't think you'd last this long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know you're safe for five years until they crack that bad boy open. Yeah, and realistically, they're not gonna. <laughs> That's yeah. going in the bin. When you it's look at that, opened. when you move in and you look at that and go, do I need to take this to a new home? Nah, <laughs> you do not. <laughs> it's a waste oh, of space what a thoughtful gift thank you so much Finn. Yeah. yeah so but hang on so the unpopular opinions we've just talked up, about we've all opinions. just basically agreed that weddings can fuck off <laughs> i know i haven't missed them <laughs> no don't, I, it's a lot I, mean, you know, I think they used to be all right i remember going to weddings that were just like you know i live in london it was just in London, but now then there was a period about ten years ago, and it all shifted, and everyone suddenly decided we're getting married out in Cambridgeshire in a, you know, an old farm, and it's like what happened? Yeah, and you had to stay there for three days. Yeah, and there's and nowhere just... to stay that's not stupidly expensive. No, and the bar's not free, and it's cash only because they don't pay tax. <laughs> and you find it's that a... out when you're there when you've got yeah. your card open. They're like, oh no, no, cash only. What? <laughs> yeah, it's unacceptable. It, you're saying that car went to one in Wales, so that was quite a commitment. I know where you're from, Vic, so I'm not going to knock uh, Wales, but they had a pizza, like a proper Italian Napoli style pizza van at the end of the night, so like for like nibbles and snacks, just popping out pizzas. Unbelievable wedding. I love pizza. I love drinking. This is great. An absolute <laughs> result. And George kept saying to me that you've had, it's supposed to be sort of one pizza for one person. I was like, well, some of them aren't taking the slices, so yeah. I'll have their portion as well. Yeah, of course. Brilliant wedding. So I, if actually you take away the accommodation, how much that costs, the amount of pizza I ate, it all adds up together, doesn't it? Does anyone else look at the cost of the wedding, what you're putting in, what you're getting out? I no? suppose you do get given, you get given food. I should, I should clarify. I don't, I'm not begrudging every part of it, but. 
then I've had to I've had to survive certain vegan meals at weddings, which only in the last couple of years has have wedding chefs worked out how to cook for vegans. It used to be you'd get given the a vegetarian meal, and it clearly was a goat cheese tart, and you'd have to say that's not vegan. And the chef would be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then so, so you just basically would just be hungry. Basically, yeah, if you're a vegan going to a wedding before about five years ago, you just had to bring your own food. Whereas I always go for the vegetarian choice because they don't make a lot of them. And so they're really fresh and they put the effort in. Yeah, they did, yeah it is. But it is always a goat's cheese tart. That's the only thing. Yeah. Every wedding I've ever been to, that was the vegetarian option. It's a mushroom, but it's well cooked. And it's not dry. So <laughs> that used to be my favorite hack when I got to go out because um i do pr as a day job unbelievably this doesn't pay and <laughs> i used to go to loads of black tie events mainly with men on their one night out a year where they got to put their black tie on and they were on a yes. pass and they were going absolutely mental it was horrendous but did i have a well-cooked mushroom yes i did every time did i see acts like rob Deering phoning in their corporates yes i also did <laughs> It yeah. really made me want to do comedy when you see them out there. <laughs> no one's listening. Oh. <laughs> that, just not like material written for you in real time. Yeah. Them real sorts time. of them sorts of big black tie corporates are the worst. They're, they're literally like comedy suicide. It's, it's I did what I did one um once where it looked hard and I'm sitting there and I just asked about it and the guy went, Oh yeah, no, we have a comedian every year and I was like, Oh great. And I went, who was here last year? He went, John Bishop. Yeah, and he died. And I was like, oh my God. Oh, <laughs> I'm about to I'm about to eat poo for 20 minutes. <laughs> it is oh, I was oh, I was not. It wasn't an easy gig. Has one ever surprised you in being good, or are they just sort of <laughs> Totally. Yeah, obviously. I mean, yeah, you get the odd ones where it's just weirdly fun and like you're like, oh actually, I shouldn't judge them. And then the next one, you literally have people just looking at each other going who is this wanker? So you just, you know, you can never, you can never ever prejudge them fully. It's best to go in thinking it's going to be hard and be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I got caught out that way. Too excited. Knew I was getting some good dollar for it. Got there. They were 20, they were 20 meters away from me. And the guy said, you're going to do 40 minutes, but don't Ugh. worry. And he already pre-emailed me everyone's name in the company, facts about them, say this about this person. And I thought, He's given me <laughs> the golden ticket. I've yeah. got everyone started with one of these comments about the Russian owner silence. Oh. I mean, it was a painful death to eventually someone stood up and, and burst the balloon on their table, <laughs> which made a loud bang, which everyone <laughs> turned around and cheered. Oh, they're horrible. Really are pretended horrible. it was a gunshot and just gone to yeah. ground. <laughs> yes, basically, I've been shot. Like, you're dying, mate. They're shooting at you. It's fatal. It is a critical hit. It's... <laughs> there is no coming back. But the thing is, I left after 20 minutes and said, this has been an absolute delight. Um, <laughs> I lied, you know, professional. And then the woman who was organizing like what I was doing came over and says, right, you've done 20. You're going to go back on and do another 20 because you got 40. And I went, no. <laughs> No. That is not a crowd for me. And oh, and the fact is, they didn't even get free drinks and their staff do, and yet they paid for me to come along. I was not the right booking for that. No. no. Zoom corporates are just as bad. That's even worse, though, because you don't know what's going on. So I did 10 minutes of material on young men who start companies and dickheads, <laughs> startups, and then, lo and behold, 
there he was, the chief executive, a child, right at the end. <laughs> I, like, I, I died. <laughs> In um in December at Christmas, I died so hard at the BT Open Reach Christmas gig <laughs> that it was out of control. Like it was <laughs> me and Sarah Keyworth. Uh, I can't remember who was on after me. Sarah Keyworth was hosting. I was on first, and I was watching Sarah Keyworth hate every minute of it. And I, and I, and then she introduced me early. Like she did. She was meant to do ten <laughs> to fifteen. I was going to do twenty. And I, she she when I heard it, might like her going right. I might I might get your first act on it. Like six and a half minutes. I was like, <laughs> this is crap. They were so not up for it. And then um, I just I treaded water. Like it was honestly like doing a gig to like twenty five because there was about a hundred people, but like twenty five were the front row and they were unmuted. And uh, and every one of them just checking their phones, just looking down like that. Every every now and again, looking up, and they were guaranteed they're in a WhatsApp group, and they were all talking about me. I mean, I don't think they were. I think they just weren't listening. Oh my god! They, like, I mean, they hated it. And every time I tried to engage somebody to get something happening, they were just like, "What? Like what? Like, why are you talking to me?" And then uh, I, I managed to do seventeen minutes, and I oh. finished. And then, yeah, Sarah Keyworth. Sarah Keyworth told me afterwards she felt guilty for bringing me on. Like, <laughs> that's how bad it was. But what else could she have done? Looked at your little window and gone, oh, Carl's dropped out of a oh, yeah, Carl's, Carl's having an internet problem. No, but I mean, it, it was, I, you know, I felt guilty for handing back to her. It was that bad a gig. And but, I just, I left so quick. Online gigs are terrible, though, aren't they? Because sometimes you just want everyone to be on mute because then you can think, oh, everyone's on mute, but they're fucking loving it. There's nothing worse than one polite titter. In the abyss, yeah. just just to show everything's on, it but is harrowing. You, you started this whole podcast, Vix, by saying about Kate and how she should have won the award, and I and I agree. I didn't see it, but you should have won that competition. Well, that's down. what I like. Then, <laughs> but the I'm winner was saying, also good, but she wasn't you as good. No, <laughs> but my point is, we 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 try and do our best on a night, and some Zoom gigs were just not going to work where actually the boss of one company doing a corporate in december uh you could audibly hear him say i'm not paying for this oh. so that was that was painful <laughs> but i can never forget because you, you turn up to these these corporates you know you're being paid well you want to deliver flights up to scotland right in uh, in glasgow uh, at this massive conference for the local scottish retailers of the year award i'm not scottish i'll point that yeah. out that and he's that out really quickly but, yeah. yeah yeah no no even with a, <laughs> a pink jacket on not scott not scottish um hazel irvine was hosting it and was killing it properly <laughs> killing it popping out some absolute zingers right my unpopular opinion is about marmite and she did a marmite joke and she said oh, i want a year's supply um i still don't know where to put that jar Boom! The crowd oh. is lifted. People were lifting the tables, going, "Let's carry her out." <laughs> the Messiah is here. <laughs> I'm going to give you points for someone else's joke. Um, yeah. uh. At which point, I'm thinking, I do not have material like this. Why have they booked me? They apparently, my agent said they expressively, you know, they they wanted you to perform, and I was thinking that means they want to see my stuff about me. They do not want to see that <laughs> again. Supposed to do 20 minutes, 10 minutes. I walked off. That was that's me. It's a wrap. This has been a brilliant gig. Always end with the same line. And as I walk off, Hazel Irvine, who does all the hosting of the snooker and sports, just looks at me and just does a shrug and like, Ugh. oh, well, you sucked. And oh, 
that look <laughs> stayed with me all my life. Hazel, I annoyed Hazel Irvine. Oh, before you go to sleep at night, it's just there. <laughs> night, Hazel, please forgive. I just like deserves like a moment of silence just to, yeah. to sit and honor that moment or that loss. There's been a murder. Yeah. Been a murder. Well, sometimes the people that book comedians are just big fans and they don't yeah. really take in the consequence of what they've done. So that happened to me when I booked John Richardson. I've talked about it in a previous podcast. <laughs> I thought he was amazing, but we're in this massive hangar of a museum. This is when I was a PR assistant. I had one job to book the comedian. <laughs> no one enjoyed it. Uh, it's the short answer to that and um he enjoyed it so little that he then dragged it to hell at a glee club gig he did in cardiff a few weeks later that i was at (laughs) (laughs) so sometimes you just misjudge it you just don't call the room he was such he's got such an intense energy it was not the right thing Everyone was really drunk. And as a fan, I was sat at the table as well, trying to shush people because it was my oh, fault. He was no. having a bad gig. So it's like, <laughs> listen, and it's And there's funny. nothing more funny or like there's going to get people laughing more than being shushed, is I there? Know. I mean, that's comedy gold. On a bender, yeah. <laughs> Are you listening and paying attention? This bit's really good. I've heard this before. Shh. <laughs> yeah, but I couldn't do that to 80 people. Um, <laughs> it was a very local impact so I think two or three were quiet but it didn't help but one day we'll meet again and I will apologise properly <laughs> until that day I'll just keep putting it on the podcast and hope one day he listens <laughs> John Richardson I'm very sorry um, the fee was good though so- it sounds like you've tried to book him Vix to do <laughs> <Yeah>. the podcast <laughs> that's why you set this podcast up it's a, it's a, it's a long term apology one day I will <laughs> One day I will have the audacity to book him. I won't mention any context. <laughs> I'll wait until we're face to face. I'll be like, John, remember me? No, you don't. Let me talk to you about where we met. <laughs> and then just as you start recording, just open it up and it's a massive 200 person Zoom webinar with all the same audience. <laughs> well, you can try so- again. <laughs> so does anyone have any actual unpopular opinions or are we just going to continue to have this nice chat? Because I'm into it, but... I'll pass the shit. Joking. Oh. <laughs> Joking. Ooh, I love a podcast. She went there. <laughs> Although, you say that I don't really listen to many podcasts, and I do them. I um, do you know what? I definitely I don't listen to any comedy podcasts. I like I, I listen to a couple of ones that are more sort of news or opiniony. But even though I've sort of you know I do comedy podcasts, I just I would I I, I, I like I couldn't listen back to ours. Even editing, I had to scan it. Like, I can't face the thought of just, you know, oh, what, yeah, they're having a laugh, are they? <laughs> like, that's like, for me, I'm like, why would I listen to that? Um, so, yeah, actually, that weirdly would probably, I would agree with that unpopular opinion. Well, I did want to prep for this because I have listened to this, but I was like, I'm going to do a bit more swatting up. And I put one on. Um, and then I was, um, as I was going to sleep, and I, but then I thought, well, if I fall asleep, I'll, I'll go back and listen to the rest tomorrow. But then Spotify was on like, like just running from one to the other to the other and so I kept on waking up in the middle of the night to your voice and then to somebody else and then like falling back asleep again and going what and what's weird and then waking up and hearing like another like, <laughs> like comedy snippet from Vic later <laughs> so basically I had you all night long it was wonderful oh, lovely was I any good you were wonderful darling um <laughs> I mean it was interspersed with some quite weird dreams I have to say it did um it did mess with my head slightly but you know it was an interesting night's sleep Amazing. And now you're going to be that for someone else. 
Let's hope so. Let's hope so. I Maybe think, I'll just fall asleep to this again and see what it triggers. I think I think most podcasts, there's too many now. That I, so I totally agree with you. 16,000 new podcasts go live a week. What? Yeah. And, and what I hear is What's... false hope and dream shattering. And that's that's what when you drop that podcast and I, I, I do actually listen uh, to the two vegan idiots. I've been on it, so I had to. And well, that's not <laughs> a disclaimer, but that is if you read between the lines when they send you the email, uh, Carl and Julian, that, that it does say <laughs> from now on, you have to a become a patron and join in and donate. And you also have to listen. And I subscribe because that's the, the, the right thing to do. Uh, once you've been on a podcast and but i do i listen to it when running and it's quite nice like depending on the guest it feels like you're yeah. with that person i think podcasts are great for that but yeah the um the mere fact that more and more are coming out it's like a, a tree falling down in the forest does anybody hear it that's what a podcast is does it make a sound yeah. a lot of podcasts don't in my world <laughs> I just I fielded an unpopular opinion earlier on a um, Facebook group for open mic comedians that I was not willing to go to any open mics that I wasn't in. <laughs> and that's absolutely correct. Why would, Why would you? you do that? Why would you put yourself through that on Zoom? Like, at least if you're in a bar, you can maybe roll your eyes at another comedian at some new shit and you're drunk in also, your own like, home. There's loads of open mic stuff that is I, I think is an absolute nonsense. Like, I, I remember when I was an open spot, People would say you've got you should stay and watch the show, like chat to everyone. And I was just like, get to shit. I'm there to do my set and learn how to do comedy. Like I'm writing, I'm trying it. I'm gonna go and analyze it afterwards. If there was a good headliner, I would stay and watch them because I was like, all right, I might learn something. But you don't learn anything from other open micers. You're on your own journey. Think about your think about your stuff and yourself for the time being. And then when you start doing gigs where you're an open spot and you're with more experienced comedians, then start watching. Don't, yeah, don't waste your time watching other open spots. They're all going to disappear anyway. That, <laughs> Sorry, that, that sounded was... more brutal than I meant. <laughs> I mean, that may sound like no, a threat. It's, Kate's yeah. making a note. Kate's making a note of that. Um, that was uh, another of my that? unpopular opinions. Um, when people were like, why is your comedy like so good? It's like, I pay a professional headliner <laughs> to come, and people wait for it. And if it shits, <laughs> it doesn't matter, because it's good value. They don't want to hear that. People don't want to hear you paying your own money out for things. Like that's not. And then they're like, okay, and they make a note, and then they just set up another bringer. That is what happens. <laughs> Although I, in saying that, and I'm not saying that, that Carl is an open mic or myself am an open mic in any way, shape, or form. So I just want that to be very clear. <laughs> but the last couple of gigs I've worked with Carl, I have left early, right? And there's you a thing actually. where. Yeah, well, there was one we did in a in, in a French. What was the French oh, yeah. restaurant upstairs in the attic? I was with my girlfriend leaving, and uh, and <laughs> we couldn't leave because the promoter Sean wanted to chat to us while Carl was on stage. <laughs> <laughs> and Carl's doing that thing where like he's just you know rolling with the crowd, dealing with the punches, and he's like, "Bye, Tom." <laughs> just, oh, Bye then, and it stopped the gig. But but it's just like what comics is even not even leaving because someone should stick around, but the apology that you have to go. We have to go through that yeah. the little merry dance. That us I think once you I get to a, once you get professional, like you don't, there is no rules of like. I think no one expects you to stay. Everyone knows, right? We all got here. We've, we've served our time. We can just leave. But you still have to say it though. You still have to go. Hey, cut! I, I would uh, yeah, love to stick. I would yeah. love to stick around. But it's just um, I've got to, to get some air. I just need to get air or oh, whatever yeah. the excuse is. You just have to come up with something to get out. Yeah, of the room. I, th- I I think we should start a you know. We need to create a new thing where in comedy, if you want to leave, you don't have to you don't have to make up a fact that you've I've got yeah we've got um got a uh, something in the oven whatever 
you can just say, I want to go home, <laughs> please. <laughs> but I'm then done. again, I'm leaving. Yeah. But this is contradicting myself and an unpopular opinion. I've got one about Marmite, which I don't mind it, which doesn't seem to go with a slogan. <laughs> it's, it's either love or hate, but I'm slap bang in the middle. Like, it's all right, but not too much. I, that's how I am. But now I've come to think about it. Lloyd Langford, another comedian, does Irish I keep goodbye. getting suggested him on Facebook as someone I might know. And I'm like, I don't know him. Oh, he's... <laughs> fabulous he's a fabulous person it's exciting occasionally now on facebook i get like a comedian that i'm a fan of i'm like <laughs> i could add them they won't accept me but i'll get the thrill of clicking that button it's like when you used to poke people like completely passive a little ego boost though isn't it yeah, even though it's just a facebook algorithm you're just like oh well oh but- stop flirting with me facebook <laughs> like, do you but- know richard osman <laughs> i'd like to um he, Lloyd Langford, and this really annoyed me uh, two years ago in, in New Zealand because I thought he was going to the bar to get another drink in and he was doing an Irish goodbye. I love an, <laughs> I love no, an Irish no, goodbye. I, I cannot stand him. I cannot stand him. Had taken your order? Though, no, no, he hadn't taken the order. He hadn't taken the order. I would have been outraged if I was waiting for a drink from somebody who left. I would oh. have gone to the house and got them. <laughs> Oh. That would have been next level, but I'm just needy enough where he didn't say goodbye. And I'm with the group of people and it's gone 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I went, Lloyd, it must be in the bar. And everyone was like, no, no, that's what Lloyd does. He just yeah. does Irish goodbyes. And I hate them because it leaves me anxious when they're coming back. Are they okay? I'm like a parent. <laughs> like, oh. well, did they get home all right? Why didn't they say, why couldn't they say goodbye? I started getting animated and, and irate about it. thinking. It, do, it just takes a minute just to say goodbye. I'm not going to keep him here. I'm not going to be one of those it's, people it's like, the, oh, stay for another one. It's accumulation of minutes. So that's the thing. That's where the Irish goodbye, why I love it, is if you're on a group night out and there's 15, 20 people in a bar or, you know, everyone sort of splits off into little groups. You've got to go around and say goodbye to everyone. It takes 10 minutes. Whereas if you just leave. someone buys you a shot and then exactly. you start the process again. And 50% of them go, oh, don't go yet. Stay for another drink. So you end up having to have that constant conversation. No, actually, I really want to. So an Irish goodbye, just, just pull the cord, text everyone, uh, I've, I've left. <laughs> so that's that. And it, you don't have to have any conversations. It's great. You're but such an adult, me. Carl. Like, <laughs> I am. But also, I just I learned it from a young age. It's actually because fa- I'm, I'm from an Irish family, so I learned it from the best. You know, never goodbye. say goodbye. Just you're out. My parents, you know, my parents, they did it when I was five. Not seeing them since. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, no, you just, you just. I think it's a, it's the Irish managed to be rude in the nicest possible fashion. That's, that's what you learn when you're growing up with Irish people and they you know that thing of just they they've all it's almost a national agreement that you can just leave I won't hold it against you and it's I, I think it's a really good thing to to have that's even easier online though isn't it so I had my birthday in the first lockdown last year and we all had like an online party everyone was dancing and like all the old tunes were on and then when it got to the end of the night I was just like it was brilliant there was no drunk walk home there was no waiting for an uber I was just like I didn't even say goodbye I just closed my laptop oh, that's amazing so that is, that's it that's the dream it's the dream yeah, it was like, you, you didn't even say goodbye you should log in and say goodbye and I was like nope, I'm done. no way well on the opposite end though if you're a polite person I went to another friend's birthday and the quiz master got so drunk he fell asleep during the quiz <laughs> and he was just he was just in the window asleep and we couldn't do anything about it so we're all shouting like Dave 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 and no one wanted him to wake up alone. <laughs> Halfway probably through. Probably, yeah. keyboard. probably had a few goose boons. <laughs> he definitely had some goose boons. Um. Oh. 
Poor Dave. <laughs> I never knew who won. And I really tried. And I felt like I had it in the bag. So it's been about a year now and I'm still thinking about it. Does it still haunt you? It does. Still want to know, like, did I win? I must have won. I so nearly won. Not oh. more. You, I think you should have won. I'm going to repay the favour now. I think you should have been the winner. And um, when I create another one of the uh, 16,000 podcasts that's created each week, I'll invite you on as your prize. There you go. I'll repay the favour. I would love that. I'm saying yes to all podcasts at the moment. I've actually right. signed up to a matchmaker service where you volunteer to be a guest on basically anyone's podcast. It's like what Tinder for podcasts. What hell is this website? <laughs> It's um, it's amazing and awful, and I feel like a whore. <laughs> Literally, matchmaker.fm. This sounds yeah, like ow. the end of the world. <laughs> Just a lot of sad people. Um, because I did a little call with one of them the other day, a pre-screening call to make sure that I was legit enough to be a guest. And he was like, day. "I was like, oh, what's your real job?" And he was like, "Oh, I'm a podcaster." I was like, "Oh, so you're unemployed?" <laughs> He didn't like that. God. <laughs> I don't think I'm going on. <laughs> I've been waiting for a date to come through. It has not come. So. Most of you. <laughs> you like the idea of it. It's like a kind of roulette. Um, remember that show on, on the internet? Like you oh, just get roulette. Chat yeah. roulette. You get dropped into another podcast and you just appear. Hey guys, what's going on? We're talking about loss. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm on board with that. And then you have to wing it and then they boot you into another one. I would so listen to that. That would be incredible. So I know much could go wrong. I know at least two people that on tra- chat roulette back in the day um, ended up chatting to Snoop Dogg. <laughs> it's like yeah. just so he apparently he just loved it and he spent loads of time on it. So loads of people when it first kicked off and it was doing the rounds just ended up having a little conversation with Snoop Dogg. That is so believable is, as yeah, well. It's, <laughs> it sounds right up his street, doesn't it? Yeah. He recorded special little videos for his tour because Cardiff wasn't selling. So he found loads of facts out about Cardiff, including that somebody <laughs> had grown like the biggest marrow in the UK and like visited him, like visited Amazing. this man and made a little YouTube video about it. Still didn't sell out, but I appreciated the effort. Like, it doesn't give a shit. And that's why I love the Just Eat adverts. I got so because... much time for people. Mariah Carey's the same. She will take money for anything. Yeah. <laughs> love her. Love her. Did you see her Christmas special? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god like mariah carey serving mariah carey on the mariah carey show it was just amazing i've got a lot of time for those people who are just brazenly chasing dollar more power to them anyway should we do a one last but somehow the seconds <laughs> <laughs> your balls do go on dear it's gonna be a high scoring game guys <laughs> do you know what i've seen less <laughs> really oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. okay you mean we've started <laughs> no this is just the pre-screening um you're brilliant gonna okay so are you going to ghost me afterwards and invite somebody really on to the podcast fine cool great fruit machine yeah I've been fruit machine this. fruit oh machine oh my god yes you can what? do it you can play the fruit machine card um yes I didn't somebody the read rules. the brief somebody listened <laughs> to the previous podcast you're Thank my you. favorite Thanks. you're now my you favorite that somebody read the brief to the just eat did, did somebody right. read yes i did brief. and that is a callback to the snoop dog He'll do anything to get more money. <laughs> <laughs> and so, by default, probably with all of we. They work yeah. so much anyway. better live, the cards. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, Fruit Machine. So, for the people that didn't read my email. <laughs> I, I, just, I, I just read it now. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Um, Tom has chosen to mess up all of the scores. So, after this round, I'm going to 
jingle up all the scores. So if you were going to be the winner, you might not be anymore. He might Does get all the points for your stories. Actually get some points now. Yeah. I've got points. Have you been I feel the same notes. Have you been taking note making giving out points this whole time? Yeah. Oh right. I That's how this works. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I've not noticed you make any notes. It's a really is it in your head. No, no, no I've she's got, been I've writing got, down. Vix has been writing down. This I've is got... why Kate, I've played the fruit machine for both of us because I feel like Carl's unpopular opinion was really good <laughs> and we what didn't was... quite live up to it. I don't remember what it was. It was a long time ago now. <laughs> I think it started with something. Then we chatted about weddings for a bit. I don't know what happened. Which is one of the potential topics. So in th- so I carried on allocating points, even though right. it was off. Oh, shit. Well, good. The game it's like VAR, live. VAR, yeah. live in a podcast <laughs> game show. Yeah. The, the game is a gimmick, so it's different from people talking about their feelings, guys. Okay, you've rumbled okay. me. <laughs> And so is it now that we come onto the feelings? We start doing a share. It becomes unpack, therapy arcade. Unpack, um, unpack, unpack. I feel like we were going that way when Tom was talking about how he doesn't wash anymore and his girlfriend had to have an intervention, but we moved away from that. <laughs> Somehow swiftly moved on. We did move no, on. We did. My, my point, my issue is, Kate, Vix, Carl, right, and everyone else listening, yes, my issue Oh, is you know fact. all our names. Well done. Yes, I Thank will you. give you a point for that. That's a scoring point, is it? Yes, <laughs> Getting it is. people's names right. When the f- names are on the bottom left of everyone's picture... On a day uh, like they today, only Carl, appear. yes, it is. <laughs> they <laughs> only appear you? when someone is talking, but my, my issue is I like <laughs> to do a shower at the gym and they're shut and i really am annoyed with the smart meter we've got in that tells you what your energy bills are doing as they go up and the lockdown just meant i'm paying more in bills because normally you know i'd go to a nice little yoga class or something like that at the gym have a shower brilliant how much does it cost though on the meter how much more than it did before and that's what's bothering most about the pandemic pound pound a shower what's like the actual give us the cash value of a shower by the way when i said that's the worst thing about the pandemic i didn't mean like my energy (laughs) bills out of all the things it's a third it's a third more kate it's a third more all right a third more that's what it's coming in at that's why you got don't get a smart meter mate it's a con they keep texting me shut your mouth how much how much do i have to crowdfund for you to be clean every day is what i'm asking you tom maybe i can pay it myself is it a patreon tier can I'm, I, just, can I keep you I'm just turning into my dad in as much as when we when we go, it's like it's bedtime now. I'm like, yes, it is. I double check my watch. Everything's off uh, apart yeah, from the of fridge. I, f- I found out that the wrong, you know, that went badly. <laughs> but everything's off. I'm like, let's. And here's the irony. And I think you're onto something. The smart meter has to stay on at all times. That's adding more money, but not a huge amount. What a yeah, I don't, I'm playing more of the PlayStation. My girlfriend's at home teaching. It's just, it's just output 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 and i'm not saving some of that money by going to the gym for a shower and having a hot shower whereas now i'm like cold anyway listen let's not get bogged down in how, much is, how much is the shower you need <laughs> how much is your gym membership does your gym membership not cost more than all your electricity in the first place uh, can you put point. a price on namaste no you can't kate so that is yeah. that is priceless <laughs> and that doesn't matter what the and there's other classes i can join or look at not when i went say look at i look at the <laughs> classes and go no that's not for me and leave you don't stare through the window of the classes <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> about 80 pounds kate right that's I mean, a lot for your no, gym membership or your electricity oh, bill just to clarify no, uh, no wait hang on right latest bill for the last month 85 pounds right. that's about average 
average. It's about average. Is that gas just electric? Or is it, where's your gas at? Gas and electric oh, combined. It's not much at all, mate. That's bugger no. all. The average guys, bill guys. is £1,200 for a household. You are, you've got the deal of the century there. No, it's guys. Your girlfriend's probably freezing. Do not no. make me come close to this. I'm not having this. Listen, have a shower, like, you tight bastard. <laughs> you have not justified this <laughs> at all. <laughs> Tell us your energy provider. We should all be on it. It's yeah, very cheap. It? <laughs> Utility warehouse. Look, I'm not saying that they're not. They're not. They're really expensive for anything. Yeah, it's not even a real thing. No, it is. It's <laughs> a real thing. I used it's to be an energy thing. PR. <laughs> that really? was one of my. It comes along. My candlelight. No, the guy comes along and he's got the money on the little thing meter and he puts it in and yeah. then he goes, you're sorted for another month and then leaves. That's utility. Well, Steve is called. Um, no, look, I, I'm just thinking I'm just paying a bit much, trying to keep the bills down. That's all fine. I'll shower more. All right. You still mm. haven't told us what the cost of a shower is, though. You've given us the monthly fee that you pay. <laughs> Break it down for us. We need details, damn it. Uh, I'm, look, I shouldn't have brought it up. You've made me, you've, I've seen the errors of my ways. All right? I just um, want to know how much money we've got to like, raise for you on a GoFundMe for you to keep clean. Like, well, and you too. Your girlfriend's a key worker. You owe it to her. And look, guys, I'll get the breakdown. I'll tweet it. All right. All right. I want to hear do it now. I want to know about it. Um, yeah, because I'm also a personal finance expert, so I might be able to get it cheaper. Is there no end to your talents? Uh, I, I have PR'd so much shit in my life. <laughs> <laughs> my career has been a real shit show. I, I was in awe of you before, but I mean, now I just feel like I'm not even worthy of being your presence. Carl, were right. you Should Googling we do- Utility no, Warehouse? No, stop no. it. We're um, going to do another category. I wasn't Googling, just to quickly <laughs> just clarify. Well, there- I was actually trying to crunch numbers on your energy bill, worked out. If you base it on 31 days a month, it's uh, £2.74 a day. So, you know, over the course oh, of the day, your shower is only going to be about 25 pence. Okay, Tom? How much do you reckon we can raise for showers for Tom tonight if we all tweet? It's 25p a day. Okay, look, I'll start. Tom, I, Tom, I'm going to yes, put in a fiver two days yeah. worth of showers. I'm putting it in. That's, no, that's not just showers. If you're putting in a fiver, that's buying in easily two, three weeks worth of showers. I'm philanthropic. What can I say? I'm generous. <laughs> Why is there with doing this as a Patreon tier? <laughs> Keep me clean. Three I, I think it's a good thing. <laughs> can you do like little video montages of you in the shower to say thank you and be like, it's great to be grateful. That one's on OnlyFans. Yeah. yeah, you have to pay more for that, Kate. <laughs> Really? Oh, damn it. Five well, pounds. Try. It was worth a try. Okay, five pounds fifty with a shower video deal. Yeah, f- yeah. Oddly enough, five pounds is is uh, you got the uh, the prize of your life, the best picture ever is coming your way. I want the shower cap. Ooh. The shower cap. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right, fair enough. Can you move and, us on now? Or? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> and, the, and the ball is guilty pleasures. <laughs> I'm almost scared to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I started off the last question that we've managed to talk to about. Yeah, for you ran that last minutes. question yeah. right into the wall there, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> I did. I mean... it, it is related to washing again. I'm sorry. I don't have a, a an, an issue with this. I'm missing stand-up comedy, uh, as we all are, traveling away <laughs> and using the hotel's bath. Um, that is because I'm not Have you, have you got a bath at either. home? Uh, I do have a bath at home. 
but like it's not as good is it <laughs> no because you're, you're you're paying for it again but also <laughs> it's not just that <laughs> guys it's not just that yeah unbelievable it's not just that it's it's <laughs> just seats. it's a bit of a treat isn't it like it's not your hot water you can go to town like get a little ba- bath bomb i'll i'll have a pamper i miss having the pamper i don't really do it at home it's like i'm a hotel treat. weekend away but like mm. i don't know say like the glee or something and i'm like or the store in Manchester, which I did last year in, in January. And I was like, this is brilliant. I get a little facial, have this, just just in the room, got nothing else to do. Just well, a little pamper. Cardiff Glee, they put you up in a hotel that isn't the greatest hotel, but has the deepest baths, right? And every time I'm in Cardiff, I always go treat myself to a weekend's worth of bath bombs. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, it's, oh, I love it. Honestly. What hotel is it? It's the Citrus Hotel. And the windows um, don't open, which windows is really open, awkward. Yeah, and it gets really hot. Yes. <laughs> You're basically just trapped for a weekend. You're really selling it. Windows don't open. It gets really hot and sweaty in there. I will say, for, in its defence, the bath is deep enough to make up for all of those things, and the bed is massive, so nice. it's all right. Um, but it's good location. Uh, but yeah, that. But I literally the first thing I get there, I get to Cardiff, drop my bags off. And I head to Lush, <laughs> and I get, and I get, th- I go in, I go to the usual place, <laughs> three bath bombs. That's cold. That's exactly what I think. Uh, that's what I'm missing, and I didn't know you did it as well. It's just like a weekend away, pamper yourself, oh, get ready for lovely. the gig. That's all you yeah. have to do is just kill time in the day, and then go and deliver in the evening, and have a like a fun time. The best faces done, like a little. What are those masks that already with the eye, the cut out? Yeah. Around like that. And it's, oh, it's <laughs> sound like Mariah Carey on tour, sending yeah. a rider in advance. Like, self care. It's self care. The Glee Club has got a stock of masks, all for men. Yeah. Living their truth. Um, but also, no. if there's a Whole Foods about, get a couple of cheeky nibbles. Treat yourself. Oh, go all a pack, out. A pack of pucker tea bags. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey. Let's um, next time we're doing the Glee together, Carl. We'll, we'll bunk up together. This sounds great. Definitely. Not the bath bit, but just get the an adjoining room. room. Just leave the door Thank open you. the whole weekend. If you there's a particular hotel in Sleepers. Tie my baths together, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, Sleepers in Cardiff is a hotel that has bunk beds. Oh. Which is um, really fun if you are a 36 year old child so i booked it the last time i went home to cardiff because neither of my parents live in houses that i want to stay in anymore <laughs> sorry dad who listens it is true uh, he lives in cambran that no one wants to go there there's nothing there apart from my dad who's great but yeah sleepers i booked the bunk bedroom and they were like who else is checking in i was like it's just me <laughs> Is that yeah, I, just, I, just, I just like options. I was just really excited about it. I wanted bunk beds as a kid, but I was a child. To, did you so... top bunk straight away? Yeah, obviously. I'm not a mug. Was it like full-size adult bunk beds? Yeah. Not like little ones. It was so good, but it's a really weird capsule hotel. It's like a Japanese style, like all the things that you need in sort of grabbing distance. So I was very close to the toilet and it didn't have it didn't have much of a door. Because again, there yeah. wasn't a lot of room for it. That's like the Open Ibis, so... Ibis Glasgow classic. If you ever did a stand in Glasgow, the Ibis they put you up in bed next to a sort of swinging door where the toilet is and the shower, and it's all like one feels very like prisony. Wherever you are in the room, you can see the toilet. Totally. <laughs> I stayed in one of those after a friend's wedding, and I was uh, a friend's wedding was a day before I had to fly early to go on holiday. 
So I knew it was going to be early start. And I was like, right, I'm going to stay right next to the train station. Stayed in one of these tiny like hotels right outside Cambridge train station. It was literally that was like the bunk bed, like a slither of room floor, and then like the toilet in the door. And it was genius because waking up after about three hours sleep, I was like a pinball around the room, and you just can't fall <laughs> over because whichever way you wobble, there's a wall or the bed or the bathroom. It was the only thing I think that kept me upright that, that morning. Didn't fit in the bunk bed though. Six foot one. I am legit too tall, yeah, any kind of bunk bed. Yes. And I think I remember waking up in the night with my feet through the bars and thinking I've been paralyzed and was like, oh, what's, <laughs> what's going on? What happened to my legs? Worst experience I ever had bunk bed was uh, Edinburgh. First ever time I was up working in a bar and then doing like a few of the competitions and what have you. And stayed in this hostel where there was nine bunk beds and it was me on the top bunk because they tell you which number you've got. And a German couple in the bunk bed belo oh. right below me oh. but here's the thing no one else was staying in the room and it's like i was already on the top bunk and they came in <laughs> right and it still traumatized me a little bit the fact that they came in and they shared the little small single bed bunk bed underneath me and it was an awkwardness of who's going to turn out the light <laughs> to, for bedtime uh, that still is like why why did a did they bunk up together yeah, yeah. and why did they do it underneath me just move Anyway, I'll be, I went on a school trip when we were fifteen uh, and to Austria, and we all stayed in bunk beds. There was like eight of us in a in a dorm, and my mate uh, Niall was on. I was on a bottom bunk. He was on the bottom bunk next to me. All the boat bunk was in a row against the wall, and above Niall was a guy called Philip Ives. And Philip Ives finished a pack of Pringles, and then for a laugh, thought it'd be funny to just throw it underneath at Niall <laughs> underneath the uh, bunk bed, and he did it. And obviously, he didn't know which position Niall was in when he threw it and it managed to sort of go vroom vroom and he like like this the end of the pack of Pringles just hit the bridge of Niall's nose perfectly and smashed it open and it was one of the most brutal uh injuries I've ever seen live Pringles on the live. bridge of the nose <laughs> injuries have you seen live well and i've seen a few <laughs> yeah. no but i've seen a few injuries live i've seen people get hit by cars that weren't that weren't as it, like it wasn't as traumatic as watching that pringles pack land on Nile, the bridge of niles nose oh it was just horrific <laughs> so the sound i mean i don't know if anyone can imagine the sound of a pringles packet landing on the bridge of a nose but it is it sounds exactly how you think it will and it stayed with me well, it's saying it as well, probably. We've had a lot of moments of respectful silence. That's my guilty pleasure, is the sound of a Pringle pack landing on the bridge of a nose. <laughs> That's the long and short of that. <laughs> um, is, are we all out of guilty pleasures? <laughs> I mean, we've got to go back to the power ballads, right? I mean... There's, mm. you know, listening to power ballads. That's the one great thing about being at home. At the he moment. felt no guilt about that, Kate. He volunteered it immediately. What? Okay, hang on. So I do it again with Okay, I mean, I'm trying to sort of bring out the guilt now. I can't. I love it. What can I say? I'm loving a little kitchen disco for one. Headphones on full. Singing the power ballads. Shoulder shimming to a bit of disco. Hoping the neighbours can't see me too much. Love it. I I want the neighbours to know. Voyeuristic. <laughs> I like it. Oh, it's yeah. just like the closest we can't go out and dance at the moment so getting the headphones on like you know flicking the lights on and off a little bit having a little gnt um glancing up at my little cheeky slogan on the wall and feeling warm and fuzzy inside and you know oh she's doing it she's discoing mm -mm. honestly a kitchen disco for one has got me through this lockdown love it <laughs> and having to the, in the mirror do you know the song i found someone by Cher? 
Oh my god, yes. Absolutely I do well, I know it. I do share aerobics um, with. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Is what I've oh always said. Do they do those in uh, Wales at the end of a pub night where they throw it through a window? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's a legit gym membership that I pay money for. Oh and, my god! Um, it's a very camp man singing and lip syncing to share and taking you through the hardest workout I've ever fucking done. Really? Gypsies, tramps, and thieves nearly finished me off the other day. <laughs> <laughs> That in any other set in any other um context that would be a very hateful comment. <laughs> but, I'm gonna award myself a point for that and I'm yeah, really playing. I love um, it. But I think I might have told this story once before on a on a pod I don't know if I, I have, but we I covered once... we don't listen to other podcasts, so it's fine. Well, I... <laughs> Do you remember in uh the it was the what was the London the London paper? Uh, there was M three papers for London a bit. Light. And London Light, it might have been. Do you remember they had a little section that said like, like I see something you, someone you saw on the tube, you either fancied or they did something yes. that cheered, cheered up your day. Um, I once uh, ended up in those uh, because basically I was at, I think it was Kentish Town Tube Station. I came off the tube and I had my iPod on shuffle. And as I got into the lift, I, the door shut. It was t- it went it goes so silent in the lift, right? And I, at that point, it shuffled onto I Found Someone by Cher, and it was really loud. So I didn't realise it was blaring out. And I'm standing in the lift, and suddenly I just realised everyone was giggling. So I sort of took my things out, and it was literally like, I found someone, like that. And then uh, and everyone was laughing. I sort of giggled and went, oh, sorry, everyone. And then uh, got off. And I told my mate that about sort of the next day I was chatting to him on the phone. I said, oh, oh man, I embarrassed myself at Kentish Town. And uh, he said, and I told him, yeah, I was listening to Cher and everyone was laughing. Two days later, he messaged me and goes, mate, get get a copy of the London Light, whatever it was. He goes, and read the misconnection-y thing. And I opened it and it said to the guy at like Kentish Town who cheered everyone in the lift up with his terrible music taste, thanks a lot. And I was just like... Did they quote Cher? Because that might not have been you. That was happening I mean, all over London. Cher is a good choice. No, not on. to... You know, it, it's, the it's, credit. Give Carl the credit. I think it. I mean, it's too niche. It was like a couple of days after Kentish Town, everyone laughed at me. I'm having it. I'm giving you more points for that because I disagree with them. But also, I enjoyed the coverage <laughs> that you got from it. Thanks. So. Shame on those people for dissing Cher. Who do they think they are? I know it's a great song. Snap out of it. <laughs> <laughs> he says that all the time. The instructor. <laughs> Usually when I'm like lying face down, not doing the exercises, thinking maybe I will get fit by osmosis. It, if it's you not, could turn back time. If I could turn back time, I would definitely not have committed to a year's subscription for this because it is not good value. Anyway, <laughs> tell us what you're all doing. Well, I tot up the scores. It will not take long. <laughs> we'll start with Tom Deacon. Where can we find you? What are you doing with your life? Uh, you will be able to find me now due to the Patreon and the help uh, that's going out there. I will be showering a lot more. Uh, you will find <laughs> me doing that, cleaning. Um, I will be, uh, yeah, uh, just, just. I don't know, actually. What am I going to do? There's nothing to plug. I'm just, just staying happy, mate. Guys, yeah, just whatever you're doing, staying happy. I'm posting every now and again from Instagram. I look back at old photos, traveling trips I've been on and just go, yeah, wait for Thursday, throw back. And that's kind of it, really. Just check out my new throwbacks because I'm not doing anything um, for previous years gone by. Um, I think I've sold myself beautifully there. You're welcome. Um, where, yeah, what are your handles? Oh, yeah, Tom Deacon Comedy. Uh, some people have been unsure over the years what I do. 
So I've put it in the handle and uh, I think I've absolutely smashed it. All right, great. Cole, where can people find you? Same. Uh, yeah, social well, media. On Tom Deacon Comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tom Deacon Comedy. You know, I just dive in there now and again. I've got the logins. Um, no, it's at Carl Donnelly on Twitter, Instagram and that business. And uh, yeah, podcast, me and Julian Dean do one, which is, it's now just called TVI. We sort of just abbreviated it because it sounds nicer. So TVI um and that is everywhere you can find it on any of your podcast things and it's us being very silly with a guest and we've just released a hundred well it just yeah it's it's just going out as the hundredth episode we finally made it to 100 so we've got al murray on for a nice chat so oh. it's good fun and you yeah. unbox things on instagram and i really enjoy it oh yeah i do that's just, that's a that's a definitely a lockdown development it's me <laughs> opening my weekly odd box and Basically swearing and reacting to fruit and veg. It's genuinely what really coffee have we got here then? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my first ever odd box this week. How good are they? Amazing. I got way more than I thought. Yeah, right definitely. Box. I only get the medium box. I'm not sponsored by them. I don't get anything for it. I, I genuinely just love it. So I started doing these videos. I feel like they should start sponsoring me soon. It's you great. eat all the tiny apples. <laughs> I, did you know what? They I actually, were really small and they, they looked tiny. like they'd be sour. They were a bit annoying actually. I didn't I didn't love them. I like a, I'm a bit sort of me and my wife have got very different apple tastes. I like a big chalky apple. She likes a little uh, crunchy tart apple. It's a miracle we're still married. <laughs> I got a lovely sized melon. I was quite surprised with it. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I had to put a no melon uh, rule on my odd box. I was getting a melon a week and I was like, I can't eat that, guys. <laughs> Who do you think I am? It's not sunny weather. I like it when Carl brings out a ginormous carrot and goes, Ooh, look at the size of this. Look at the girth on that. It is uh, that, well that, saucy. That tickled me for a they are, Matt, they, I mean the carrots are just for listeners. Genuinely, the carrots that you get in an odd box are like frighteningly large. So just you know, in my defence, you should do a podcast like that. I might do. I might do an odd box podcast. If odd boxes is listening, uh... yeah, get in touch. I'll do a weekly one where I review what I get. I, I love this idea. This is I like this. I'm going to go off and work on it. <laughs> and Kate, where can we find you? What are you doing? Uh, well, um, my next big venture I'm about to launch actually is the Tom Deacon Showering and Basic Venues <laughs> um, support group for his girlfriend to check that she's um, okay uh, in these difficult times. Uh, so uh, donations welcome. Um, and on Twitter, I'm uh, Kate Martin underscore says. And on uh, Instagram, I'm pylon underscore 81. Why is that? Is it because you're tall like an electricity pylon? Well, my friend, uh, whenever they go on holiday, they will send me a picture of a lamppost going, oh, I didn't realise you were here. Uh, <laughs> and then my, my mate one day upped the game by sending me a, a photo of an electricity pylon going, look, everybody, Kate with no clothes on. And I was like, genius, got to take that. I'm so glad that was the reason, because otherwise that would have been really rude. <laughs> <laughs> I've made a decision on why you're called that. Maybe it's just a childhood name. Um, what can I say? Why, what? Tell us more about that, Vix. In fact, maybe not. Tell me afterwards. I will. I'll. Um, we'll, we'll talk later. <laughs> Following. Um, Following now. Done. Look at that. Oh wow! Live. Direct response. It's quick off the mark, isn't it? Whoa, whoa, hang on a minute. No, 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 no. I've li- read the bio. Lived experience. No, can you? Uh, no, I can't have you chairing my appeal <laughs> for that. No, sorry. We're, we're going to have to chat afterwards i don't think you're the right ceo for for this movement 
have I been sacked already? Oh my god! It's like the, this is like it's like the fastest I think I've ever been fired. It's like Sam Allardyce's England career. Yeah, that's oh, it's going to save me a job this weekend. Listen, I'll just help you on the Odd Box podcast then. Odd Box, just do it this way. We'll Fine. be reviewing my two sweets. Shower, Tom. What's whatever. <laughs> two sweets. What are you going to do with that? I'm enjoying Gee. lockdown, where I'm learning how to just use everything in the fridge. It's cooking the best. this carrot soup. Bosh, that's been done. Why? Because I've got some coriander left over, and there's some carrots that are going off. Boom. But two sweets. sweets. That's the, too many. They're man. getting mashed. They're how getting much electricity does it cost to cook a soup? Oh, right. Listen, I'm you not perfect person. And I think you've learned this from this podcast. I am not a perfect person, Kate. All right. But you are definitely not the CEO now of pulling apart my. I stand by my ethics. All right. She's not paying you that fiver then. Those showers, yeah. you're paying for your own. You get... It was £5.50. So it's been... I'm going to be retracted. I'm... But look, Tom, whatever happens, man, I can hear you having a difficult time. I'm always here for you. I'm still here, you know, when you decide that you've made the wrong decision. So. Uh... Thank you very much. I'm getting your job back, Kate. <laughs> you can, you can, don't need to keep that tone up. Yeah. So it looked like Tom was going to win, to be honest. And then he played Fruit Machine. <laughs> and now Carl's oh, won. Yes. <laughs> yes. You absolutely you, romped Tom. a victory at the end. I'm not going to read out the scores because it might be upsetting for everyone. So um, well done, Carl. A Thank worthy you. win. Thank you. It means a lot <laughs> to uh, have won based on Fruit Machine, which I did read. After you mentioned it, Tom, on the email. So thank you. Well, listen, I can it. I just say, uh, Vix, I, I really like, no one else can see this, but your eyeshadow matches your top. Uh, love that this evening. And I the put the work in. Well. You're welcome. Uh, I've been watching The Politician and they do it in every scene. All the characters, brilliant episode. Uh, Carl, love your attire as well. Kate, it's been a pleasure. I'll chat to you. I'm leaving on that. I'm very competitive and I'm furious about this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Comedy Arcade. Thank you to all the panellists tonight. It has been a joy. <laughs> it didn't go where we expected, but that is the beauty of the game. And you are now all free to go. Thanks for listening to the Comedy Arcade. There'll be a new episode next Thursday with new balls and new guests. If you liked it, like us any way you can and subscribe and tell all your friends. Also, tell us. We're in all the usual places on all the social media. And if you didn't, I've been Ralph Little and Will Meller really, really waiting to cash in on their time on two bites of lager and a packet of crisps. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.